Hi everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Really pleased to see you. <laughs> That's a lie, isn't it? <laughs> that is a lie. Really? I, I was listening back to yesterday's podcast, and I am so sick and tired of, of myself. <laughs> no, no, I feel, mate. I'm sick of you. So, <laughs> I look why, shit. Why, why are you sick of yourself? I oh, look, you shit. look shit. I you sound look shit. shit. You've always looked shit. Just everything about it, John. You, you is talk shit. shit. I talk shit. You, wear, you, got, you got a shit hat. You got shit clothes. I don't disrespect the badge. Fucking vagina microphone. Yeah, a fluffy fanny badge. <laughs> so hopefully, I sound better because of this this fluffy badge. And hopefully, so I look I've a gone down bit the, the pro route. I've got a little fucking lapel clip here. This is the genuine Lavalier Road microphone. You know, this was not cheap. I've got a cheap Lavellia that sounded terrible, and this sounds far better than my lapel mic, so... This sat in my fucking drawer for five years, unopened, never mind unused. Um, but do you, you remember, John? Use those Bluetooth ones we've got. This is the Bluetooth one. Oh, good, gotcha, okay. This cool. is the Bluetooth one. Um, do you remember months ago, and some of our subscribers may remember as well, I said I ordered a new mic, and... Uh, this is the water shit. bottle. Yeah, kind of like it's starting to look that way. Uh, a proper one, you know, a big mic drop down, yeah, yeah. going to be a proper professional podcaster. It got delivered to my parents' home. And um, I don't really go to them. They tend to come to me. And every time they've come over, I've asked them, please don't forget the mic. This has happened, I reckon, eight times now. How far away do you live? I, I do need to take responsibility. It's 25 minutes away. How far away do away. you live? It's 25 minutes away. I could pick it up myself. Fucking hell, Connor. But I just think, well, they're, they're round like every other week. And I just think, just bring it with you. Like, surely you can't forget, but I have been far too lenient with them. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm glad my parents don't don't visit me every other week. You know why? Well, they're dead. I'd be dead. fucking terrifying. Mum has been dead for 15, oh, fucking hell, more. Yeah, long time. Yeah, very long time. I'd still give her one. Hey? I'd still give her one. Well, so would I, to be fair. I bet she's still complaining as well about something. Well, I, I can't complain. Someone, someone somewhere is having to put it in my mum's fucking complaining about shit. I can't. It's just as dry as it was 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I remember her telling me, and I don't know why she told me this, that she, I, and it, it was some years ago, because she, she was 78 when she went. 78, 73, somewhere, uh, 78. I remember her telling me, for, for no reason I ever was ever, ever able to fathom, completely randomly one day, she was probably in her early 70s, telling me she hadn't had sex since she was 60. And I'm thinking, Mum, why are you telling me this? I've got no desire to hear about your wasn't dad's sex life. It was bad enough as a kid hearing you rooting like fucking animals in the next room from time to time. She'll, uh, she was hoping you'd do something about it. Oh, can you imagine? It could have been, yeah. Fortunately, I'm fucking autistic, so I don't get hints. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, right, you're right. Imagine, get this right. If your mum was, say, Kate Beckinsale, you'd have this awful fucking dilemma, wouldn't you? You know, I actually fancy my own mother. <laughs> I would anyway. Perhaps that's just me. I think it's just you because isn't it isn't it biologically like imprint, imprinted in us to not fuck our relatives? I don't think it is. No, not really. I mean, look at the, the societies of Roman Greece when it was fairly common. Fair enough. 
Fair or imagine if, it was, if she was your sister. Or you st- even better, your stepsister. Because this is, is, is a fucking game. truth. So I put this in an email. This is this is true. One of my friends, right? She's got a mate who's split up with her husband, and they're now divorced. And he's met someone else, and they got various children. So he's got his son with this woman. Sorry, got this. He's got this son with a woman who's a friend of my friend, and his new girlfriend has got a daughter. So it's step stepbrother, stepsister. He's only gone and got her fucking pregnant. He's impregnated the stepsister. Now, can you imagine how awkward it's going to be at Christmas <laughs> when she's probably either just dropped or about to drop and you're fucking Yorkshire puddings anyone? It's, it's, why, oh, no, you're not drinking because you're pregnant, are you? Aren't you glaring at your fucking son, you know? Imagine the shit, the fucking fallout from that one. I mean, there's no good ending to that, is there? There's just there's no n- good ending. There's no good ending, but someone needs to buy that man a pint. Fair fucking play. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to fuck up, go large. Mm, yeah. Don't just get a bird pregnant. Make sure it's your stepsister. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Christ. Fucking up. Um, as you know, we think we spoke, talked about it yesterday, my fucking shenanigans with the local council. We did. Right. So I did that fucking attack dog page yesterday. Yeah. I've shared with a list one day. And uh, anyway, it got me thinking about the, the fucking incompetence of government. So I, was, I remembered a few weeks back, they've appointed in the UK, haven't they, some fucking hard-timed czar or something. Someone whose job it is to, to get people through the hard times. Mm. <laughs> the best fucking idea they could come up with was everyone should cut their prices. Instead of spending your advertising and marketing budget on marketing and advertising, spend it on price cuts. <laughs> what a fucking stupid idea. I mean, I cannot think of many things worse. There's, there is just so much wrong with it. And the worst of it is, right, I bet they're not taking a pay cut, these politicians, or, or, or cutting their expense accounts. No. Or any of their fucking perks of the job. But, John... Or they're not reducing taxes, are they? No. Do you know what they have done? Tell me. They've hired... No, they've... At the very beginning, you said it. They have hired a hard time czar. Yeah, okay. Fair fair comment. They've increased their own spending, and they tell everyone else to be customers. You fucking bunch of cunts. Politicians (laughs) with their cats... They're capped 80 grand a year salaries. Respectable. Fair, fair enough, you know? You're not going to set the world alight with that, but you're doing... What's, the a, average household income is 60. Yeah, the average household dual income is 60 grand a year. So fair enough, you're doing better than that on your ones. But these crafty bastards, their expense accounts, my word, do I enjoy reading through their expense accounts and just getting angry. <laughs> Karen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have, Karen we have for a night. We have really become oh, a pair of Karens, John. I'm worried Sometimes, for us. You know, I remember my daughter Rosie saying to me, "Dad, how do we know we're not stupid and it's not everyone and everyone else is okay and we're the stupid ones?" Mm-hmm. And I said, "Because you know, it's not just one thing. It's like evolution. There's, there's loads of different signposts all pointing the same way." But sometimes like, I have to ask myself, "Is it me?" Because mm-hmm. I I cannot be the only one who sees the absurdity of government. And local government, and and realise. I mean, go back to was it 2015? The digital VAT on downloads and books and things. The <laughs> mess they made of that. Um, whoever designed that system. So you have to you sell something in Ireland to someone in Europe. 
And you have to first figure out and then calculate what the VAT is on that in the country where it's being consumed and then pay that to the government of the country where it's being consumed. And you have to have proof. Three, I think it's two or three pieces of evidence to support your claim. <laughs> Who ever thought of that one? Seriously. Oh, Who dreamed that fucker up? It wasn't me. I'll tell you what, it, it was a politician. Fucking, it was I not see. a business owner. It was a I... fucking politician. Oh, yeah, some no skin. They really are. No skin in the game. I say to Tamsin no, often. And, and worse, no accountability. Oh, of course there's no accountability. The worst that happens to a politician or a teacher or a social worker or someone like that who really... Unless they actually go to prison, they might be different. Or police officers. If they fuck up big time, what happens? They get to retire and get a fucking big pension. They just get... They... they it, there's no real fucking, and that's the worst of the worst. There's no real consequence. So if they mm-hmm. like the fucked up this road malarkey, they've fixed three quarters of a mile, about a kilometre, of a road which is effectively disused. Fifteen man days, and they won't fix one which is two hundred sixty-two yards and requires just three men for one day. All right, <laughs> they won't do that. They fucked up big time. There'll be no consequence for it. Of course, no, there won't be. Why no one's be? head will roll. No one will have to pay any kind of reparations. And I'll be left with the shitty road. You and will be I left mean, with the shitty road. <laughs> and I'll pay. And this, the guy says on the phone, he says, "You can. Uh, we've got a scheme where you can, you know, you, it, what do they call it? Community involvement. You, you can actually contribute towards it, and then we'll do it for like ten percent." And I laughed, and he says, "You know, I can tell you're not impressed by that." I says, "Well, that's because I do contribute to. It. I pay my taxes. <laughs> that's what I pay tax for, isn't it?" And I said yeah. to him, you know, I'm not, I'm not angry with you. It's not your fault. You, your hands are tied. You're just the chief engineer locally. But it, it's the incompetent people who set your budgets and the rules that, within which you have to spend it. Yeah. It's it's... Anyway, so, yeah, they're, and... they're telling people to cut their prices. Now, people might hear me I'm thinking, well, we've got to spend the marketing budget anyway, so spend it on discounts and help people or spend it on marketing at the original or even raised prices to better clients. I'm still spending the money. What's the difference? I'll tell you what the difference is. Your profits will fucking plummet. Cutting your prices. I mean, I said it yesterday. Cutting your prices Im- immediately affects your, your margins and your, your profits are ultimately determined by your margins. There's no, there's no question about this. That's, that's a hard fact. It's a tangible mm-hmm. fact. You can fucking see the numbers. You can write them down. You can make them out in a bit of metalwork and heat them up the red heat and then print your head with it. You know? But then there's the intangibles, the things that you might not think about, such as low prices attract low-priced buyers. Low-priced buyers are the worst people on earth. Kevin and fucking Tracy down the local pub, you know, who can't afford to feed their kids fucking decent food at dinner time and pay school dinner fees, but they've got iPhones and fucking satellite TV and a brand-new fucking car on the driveway. You know, life choices are not their strong point. So yeah. you get the worst kind of fucking clients. The you meat just raffle do. market. The meat rat yeah, market. The meat and, and the competition. Market. I mean, when people say, I mean, not like you must have seen this yourself. It's, I've seen it on TV. I've seen it in the newspapers. I've, I've seen it on websites. We will not be beaten on price. Yes. That is, it. that is the best thing you can say about your business. I am willing to work for less money than anyone else. That's it. That's my USP. Yeah. How shitty is that? Fucking hell. The, the, the common and stupid rebuttal we get is, well, that's what the big players do in our market. 
That's what the big boys are doing. They have their big, massive fucking units and, you know, plastered on the front is will match or beat any quote. <laughs> Most likely, if you're listening to this, you do not own one of these big, massive companies oh such as Ren Kitchens. Almost definitely um, we don't target you. So for you, you likely have less than 20 employees and you think the way you're going to get ahead of these big companies is to try beating yeah. them on price when they have economy of scale. <laughs> At the very least, yeah. they have economies of scales to beat you upon. Yeah, I mean, if they, they, they might, their margins can be like razor thin and they can still make a lot of money because they're doing so much volume. Mm -hmm. It's a shit business model. And this is why Terrible. even big firms go out of business. Yeah. Eastman Kodak, uh, I think Hertz rental, car rental went out of business. Um, many a big airline has gone out of business. I mean, maybe the airline industry, the, yeah. the margins are razor thin. So, you know, just being a big company does not mean to say they are bulletproof. But the fact is, if you try to go head to head, say, on stationary supplies or anything you can get on Amazon, trying to match Amazon's prices, you're fucking insane. They've got massively deep pockets and they cross-subsidize their retail side with their fucking infra technology infrastructure size, side, which is where they make their money. I mean, people don't tend to realize this, but all Google's um, cloud stuff and Amazon's cloud stuff, obviously, and Dropbox and a lot of the other big players, all their cloud infrastructure is hosted by Amazon S3. Yeah. yeah. Well... Uh, you're talking of they will be. Well, I pay I think like five dollars a month for my Amazon S3 storage. Google will probably be paying, I don't know, hundreds of millions, possibly billions a year in storage fees. I don't know. They will get they will get discounts. But the fact Not is, the possibility is it? Amazon will be Amazon will be making billions of dollars a year from their infrastructure side, and and cross subsidizing their retail side with that. That's just what happens. If you think you can match Amazon. In terms of price, delivery, and all that kind of shit, you are fucking sadly a choice. Yeah, convenience, all that. Shit, you are fucking sadly deluded. Even but, even that customer service ain't bad. <laughs> no, I've, I've I mean I know I've heard some horror stories, but you will get outliers, I guess. But I've had and mine could be an outliers. But at the times I've dealt with Amazon, they've always been fucking brilliant. Remember when my mm -hmm. my Apple headphones started making that awful noise? That crackling. Yeah. And I yeah. got in touch with them, and they just—I I suspect it was a thing because they just said, "Send them back, give you a full refund." And it was months and months afterwards. There was no arguing or quibbling at all. Mm -hmm. I got a full yeah. refund. I got my my Sony's. Um, not even their product, and they gave better customer no. service than Apple because Apple wouldn't give full refunds. They were just doing full repairs or replacements. Replacement. Amazon were just like, "Yeah, we'll fully refund you. No issue." Yeah. It was, but honestly, I, I was somewhat taken aback by it. So I was expecting a bit of pushback, got none. And it's brilliant. So you, you, you're trying to compete with Amazon. Now, what you can compete with Amazon on is customer service in the sense that, um, I'll give you a good example. It's not actually with Amazon, but it, it's the same, same principle. When I used to live in Ipswich, there was, obviously there was uh, Sainsbury's and there was Tesco's. And then there was, late, in, later on, there was a Morrison's just down the road. There was a Safeway within 20 miles. There were some fucking big supermarkets, Asda, big supermarket, all the big chains, and there were there were at least three Sainsbury's and four big Tesco's. Now there was a superstore, then there were the big, slightly bigger ones. Plus the metros in the town, so it was well catered for. And you'd think any any food shop is fucked because yeah. you can't compete. But just opposite each of these little arcades, there were two shops. There was a cheese shop, and there was 
place called Proctor's Sausages. Now, they didn't just do sausages, it was a deli. But these two places were thriving. And why were they thriving? Because they had a depth of knowledge and the esoteric stuff like Cornish Yard cheese, which Sainsbury's and Tesco, they cannot match. No matter how good they are, they cannot match that level of speciality. Yeah. Well, these places are thriving. Well, it's the same with Amazon. If you're selling, I don't know, clothes, records, books, whatever, you can compete with Amazon, but you have to get smart about it. And it's not by cutting prices. There's a place in Scotland, I can't remember what it's called, there's an entire town or village in Scotland which has basically gone all in on books, book festivals. They can compete with Amazon because Amazon can't give you book festivals. Entire town, now economy, now revolves around this fucking yearly book festival. And they've got loads of bookshops and they do, you know, it, it saved the little town, basically. It's like something out of a Radio 4 play. Yeah, but that's really cute. They, you know, it is possible. In the same way as we, we can compete with, say, people like Dan Kennedy. They've just, just launched their, got their diamond in a circle, haven't they? $297. And their yeah. budgets will be huge, Russell Brunson. And they're giving away $62,000 worth of bonuses. Nah, that, that's too much. That, that goes beyond the realms of credibility. And that means they will be attracting BizOps people. So the challenges Dan spoke to me of about acquisition and retention on my day with Dan, I think Russell's just made them probably worse, to be honest, because they're going to get awful churn. Because I'm thinking it's probably worth us forking out $297 just to get those bonuses and then leaving. That's exactly what I thought. Um, because the, I mean, there's bound to be something in there worth listening to. I do Dan. think... I do think um... He, he's tried to rescue that and uh, I'll have to read it again though because I think you only get to choose and it's still worth it at this point but I think you only get to choose three videos to initially unlock but it's not very clear what happens after that if you then gain access to everything because even if you gain access to everything well then it's worth 600 quid it's got to be it's got to be. I mean anything Dan's done is worth listening to I I'll mean, have a proper look later but the point, is, yeah, the point is we are competing with people like Dan Kennedy, but but we're not going. We, well, we. But I like to think of it a bit like jujitsu. Now, I don't know if anyone, any of the listeners, familiar with jujitsu. It's not like karate or um, boxing, which is full on, you know, head to head. Strongest, strongest, probably most skillful guy wins. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's and generally speaking, a big boxer will beat a little one because he's yeah. got a longer reach and a heavier punch. You know, I know there are exceptions, but that's generally the way it goes. It's not MMA. Jiu-Jitsu is far more about the harder your opponent tries to hit you, the harder he falls because you use their own, their own attack and momentum against them. That's what you've got to do with people like Dan Kennedy, our competitors. I respect and like Dan immensely, but he's still a competitor. But we, we have the advantage of being smaller, faster, and more esoteric in what we do. Mm-hmm. And we've got smaller overheads. Well, yeah. you know, you want to compete with Amazon or any big competitor like Ren Kitchens, you ain't going to compete on price, so you've got to beat them with something else. So things like prestige, convenience, attention to detail, um, rapidity of service, all those things, it, but not fucking price. Mm. Right? Yeah. Look, price oh, is yeah. firmly at the bottom of the list on things you should try and compete on. Yeah, I, I, I mean, people might say, well, you, you give discounts on things. Yes, we do. Absolutely. When people sign up to, say, buy the book, they're offered an upsell and, and bumps at a substantial discount on 
what they would have to pay if they wanted to buy those once they get into the inner circle or into into the member area. Absolutely. But we're not that's strategic. We do that for a reason I'm not going to go into here. But it has nothing to do with desperation. At this point, they've already agreed to buy something from us. So yeah. anything we can sell those products for is a profit. And that profit goes to to basically fund our marketing operation. So mm-hmm. it's a strategic, well considered, thought out discount, not a knee jerk thing. It's the only thing we've got to sell on. And our model's different as well, because these things. But it they is, don't yeah, cost but I mean, us. my point is, we are not giving discounts to get business. Yes, absolutely. At that point, we've got business. We've already yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. Strategy and tactics. Don't conflate the two, and don't blindly yeah. copy as well. So, yeah, yeah, well, don't copy. Us kind of back you... to the beginning. Well, not not yeah, even us. The, I'm thinking of these kitchen and bathroom guys. Oh God, yeah. And other yeah. freelancers who who see something and then just blindly copy it, such as will match any quote. You don't understand why they're doing that. They could be doing no, it to get you to do it to put you out of business. Well, yeah, therein lies a story. I think it may be Joe Polish. Um, I could be wrong on that. It will. I know was. one of the one of the guys who was big in that, that cleaning game. Every now and again, he would run a full page ad in a magazine, costing him like fourteen thousand dollars, knowing full well it would bomb. Because what would happen is his competitors who were trying to rip him off, they'd all do the same a couple of months later, and they'd lose they'd lose all their money. It's fucking. It's it's tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, this is one of the gripes I have with NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. They talk about modeling. People say, you know, look at what people like Richard Branson do and Donald Trump. No, 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 no. That's what Richard Branson and Donald Trump do now when they are billionaires. Yeah. If you want to model Richard Branson, do what Richard Branson did when he was a struggling white with a record shop and a fucking shitty van. Well, don't copy him stealing VAT and, and smuggling records. That's a bad idea because you might end up in prison. But, you know, look to see what these people did when they weren't successful or before they made their money. Trying to emulate a big business now with a small business budget is fucking tragic. It's not going to work. And, of course, this is one reason I would be very reluctant to work with a large business. I mean, a business with a separate marketing department, which is divorced from the the operational side and the sales side, would be a big red flag for me. Because what they do is they're given a budget. It doesn't matter how they spend it. There's no accountability. If they don't spend their budget... They don't get one next year. So they're happy to throw it away. And it's almost like there's no connection between what we do in the market, what we put into sales, and what we get in the bottom line. It's almost three. And they actually argue with each other. It's thiefdom. They fucking fight about it. Not my responsibility. That's not us. That's sales. I mean, for fuck's sake, how stupid is that? You are on the same team. And you really are in the same boat here. (sighs) When I was prolific on social media... It was very apparent because uh, I ended up on the side of LinkedIn, TikTok, Twitter, where it was like sales bros, and they were essentially being caricature of themselves. And it was rather entertaining. However, it was very obvious that they all worked in big companies and they were actual salespeople. And they all of the salespeople hated the marketing people and the marketing people hated the salespeople. They didn't get on. They had different ideas about what should be done, how it should be done. When the, only thing that, the only thing that fucking matters is profit. Is this advert giving our salespeople <laughs> the opportunity to make a nice, tidy profit? It's like Gary Halbert said, isn't it? If, if success is measured as 199.9, it's like fucking selling something. Yeah. Anyway, I have to go. I've got another call. So you've got the gym. Don't forget to ask yes. your man that question. I so- won't. Wait, 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 wait. So the moral of the story, guys, is that... You can't rely on the government to help you because they're spending their money on czars 
that suggest that you cut your prices. You cannot turn to look at what the big companies are going to do because there is a recession company are coming oh, yeah. because they, you will not understand what they're doing. And often they're stupid. They often are stupid. I know it's hard to believe, but take it from oh, us yeah. who have been in this game a long time. It's remarkable how stupid big, big business can be. Remarkable. Oh, fucking so if Fine. you want to set yourself up for the best of success, if you don't have the book, go to wealthheadfreelancer.com and get yourself a copy. It doesn't matter if you're not a freelancer, get yourself a copy. If you've already got yourself a copy of the book, this month's training is all about pricing. So how to us- specifically... How seven ways to raise your prices without losing customers or business, except the business you want to lose or the clients you want to use because they're a pain in the fucking scrotum. And as always, we try and make that one training as valuable as paying off your whole year's dues. So if you paid the year's dues and you got that one thing, it'd have been worth it. Anyway, we've got to go. Much love. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.